What's up, everybody? Uh, so today we're going to talk about an upcoming trend that we're seeing in libraries. And it's going to feel a bit meta, but I'm talking about podcasts. Yes, on a podcast. Educators are innovative, creative, motivated, and let's be honest, tired. We want our students to research and do these meaningful, interesting activities, but sometimes that final product, the research paper, that stack gets huge and it can feel exhausting and overwhelming to get that grading done. Teachers see the value in posing these research projects, but it begs the question, is the research paper the end goal? Does the medium really matter? Or is it more about the content that's being covered? This is where podcasts come into play, and libraries are following the trend. Podcasts are basically recordings of conversations or spoken words. They can be formal, like NPR or This American Life, or a little more laid back, like reality TV stars or comedians have created their own content on podcasts. But it's important to note that podcasts are strictly audio. Teachers are using podcasts in their classrooms not only to cover instructional content, but also for assessments. Because podcasts are recordings of spoken words and conversations, they are a great way to authentically assess student learning. Think of it like a presentation, but without all the anxiety that comes with speaking in front of a classroom, which was my worst nightmare in high school. Or think of it like a research paper, but without all the time that's spent grading it. It's a little more interactive. Now, just to be clear, I am not saying that presentations or research papers need to disappear. I am simply pointing out that there is a new player on the field ready to mix things up. The cool thing about podcasts is that they can be used in all content areas. The humanities, English, history, languages, the sciences and math departments even the arts, they can all be using podcasts to authentically assess student learning. Now, how does this relate to a library setting? And why should we be watching out for this trend? The library should have its finger on the pulse of the entire school building, ranging from the students to the teachers. If this is something that is happening in classrooms, why wouldn't we do all that we can to help support teachers in this exciting educational endeavor? In the textbook, Burke explains that libraries should constantly be accommodating to patron needs and keeping up with the new technologies. Burke specifically talks about artificial intelligence, but who's to say that podcast studios couldn't also be found under the same innovative tech umbrella? We should be reimagining how our patrons are getting, using, and sharing information. And podcasts fit right in there easily. All you really need is the mic and the space to do it. Uh, so Demco sells podcast sets for about $2.15 a piece. So it's a little bit pricey, especially if you're just taking it for a test run. But the setup is fantastic. But for libraries who are experimenting with podcasts and maybe don't want to blow all their budget on just a trial run, there are tons of less expensive options on Amazon, starting from about $35. <laughs> As 
as we come to a close on this podcast about podcasts, I want to leave you with some resources that if you're curious and then want to learn anymore. First, check out the way libraries are doing this right now. The University of Oklahoma, NC State University, South Carolina State are just a few universities where we're seeing accessible podcast studios for students to use. You'll be able to find more information on their websites. You can also listen to some educational podcasts to see some examples that are far better than the one I'm creating right now. WeAreTeachers.com lists their top 10 educational podcasts, and here are just a few titles that they mention. The Google Tribe Podcast, which is a podcast all about how to best use the G Suite in our classes. It's created by Google, so you know it's good. The Book Love Foundation Podcast, where Penny Kittle and her guests talk about how to develop and foster a deep, genuine love of reading in our students. And the House of EdTech podcast, where Christopher Nessie dives deep into educational technology. That's all that we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and get a chance to really practice thinking about how you want to use podcasts in your classrooms or in your libraries. Thanks for listening.